all right what is going on gathering family this is kyle and you are listening to the walking together podcast uh today i am joined by jordan hi gary a second timer how's it going and steven good morning all right so i I realized uh last week whenever we did the episode with gary that we, we didn't really introduce him a whole lot more than just saying his name. So I feel like we need a little bit more out of him this time. Uh, so just real quick, Gary, who are you? Where you live? I'm Gary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my first name. So the big G, little A, R, Y. <laughs> I live in a bus. Is it the bus in the parking lot? Yes, that's the one. Okay. I've had a lot of people ask, like, did the gathering get another van? Yeah. No. No, I, uh, I, I'm i here because essentially God brought me here, and the story's too long to tell, but God has brought me here, and I'm here to learn from you fellas. <laughs> <laughs> God right. God knew I needed a friend, so he sent Gary there. And God I, knew I needed counseling, so he sent his Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to hang out in the mornings in the parking lot in the bus and talk about a lot of things that matter and a lot of things that don't matter. <laughs> yeah that's true (laughs) oh man so you're an aspiring surfer yes yeah i'm a surfer wannabe you decided to pick up (laughs) surfing at 60 years old hey gotta start somewhere i agree wholeheartedly but all righty well if you see gary floating around the hallways just say hey or driving by on the bus yeah or in the little blue bug yeah the bug just wave yep uh steven How's it going, brother? Going good. Going real good. All right. So tell tell everybody listening uh, a little bit about you. Well, I moved to Topsail Island back in August from New Bern, North Carolina, and uh, I'm retired. I worked for FedEx for 30 years, and um, I crossed over that high-rise bridge on August 16th, and I remember uh, telling God, that uh, I wanted to meet people who love Jesus as much as I did. And uh, a couple of weeks later, I'm uh, praying about uh, finding a church. And I remember passing by here because we vacationed down here in the past. And I remember passing by here on a Sunday morning in the middle of the summer. And there were cars everywhere. And I remember the thought that I said to myself, I said, wait a minute, this is the beach. Why are there so many cars here on a Sunday morning at this church? <laughs> so it just kind of struck me. And so the first place I wanted to visit, because I only live two miles from here, was this church. And so um, I was praying about it and everything and kind of got selfish and said, wouldn't it be nice if that God was the church that you want me to, to attend and be a part of the body there? And so sure enough, long story short, it was. And um, I didn't go to another church. God convinced me real quickly Amen. that uh, this was the church. And so um, I uh, have been attending ever since. I joined about uh, a month ago, something like that. That's awesome. Awesome. We're glad you're here. Yeah, me too. Thank you. The radio voice of the gathering. (laughs) Me too. So I have to ask, though, uh, when did when did you retire from FedEx? Is this why packages are late now? It's because you're gone? <laughs> He's single-handedly responsible he for is, all the on-time deliveries yeah, yeah, yeah. of Amazon. It's, it's been a few years uh, it, since I retired. Yeah. I've, noticed, it's perfect. I've noticed in the past couple of years the, the delivery 
promptness has been it's gone downhill. It's gone down a little bit. Yeah, I blame it on your retirement. <laughs> well, every time I see a FedEx truck, I throw my hand up and salute it because it's giving me retirement. So. <laughs> Here's to you, yeah. right. fellow FedEx man. <laughs> Um, I love this guy. We right. salute you. <laughs> All righty, guys. So we are picking back up with uh, kind of a continuation from last week's episode that Gary brought up. Last week, we were talking about justification and just kind of the natural flow of things. Uh, next up comes sanctification per Gary again. So, hey, Gary's asking the hard-hitting questions. So how would y'all, how would y'all define sanctification? Lifelong. I made a, uh, I actually had to look it up to see what the proper definition was, but but it says that it's the action of making or declaring something holy. I guess there's, I guess there's four parts of sanctification, um, or four sections of it, I don't know. I guess we are sanctified, first one, we're, we're saved, right? Mm-hmm. Born again. That's a that's a positional, is that right? Well, I would say that the justification is more positional. That's my understanding of it, anyway. Yeah, this is. Um, I I just it's a it's a now pro- now all your notes are messed up. <laughs> now now I'm all messed up. It's a, but I know that it's a process. Dang it! It's I got to come back in five minutes. <laughs> I'm taking a break. I got to go back and look at my notes. Uh, it's it's a. It's a process, right? Right. Right, Stephen? A process, a lifelong process. Um, it's a, It deals with um, four areas of our life. Uh, your intellect, your emotions, your will, um, your spirit. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a work that's being done in you daily until you die. Sanct- sanctification is something yeah right yeah yeah i mean you're, you're you'll be continually fighting the flesh until you're dead you'll be continually um the spirit of god will be continually showing you things in your life that need to change and as you're as you're putting off something you're putting on something right mm-hmm. not that you're going to be more um not that you'll be more righteous in God's sight, but you'll be. The Bible says, "Be holy, for I am holy." Right, right, right. So, so as we're growing in Christ, we're putting off one uh, the evil of the flesh and putting on more. Gosh, I don't want to say more righteousness, but you're being um, more holy. I don't know how to. I don't know how to. You so sanctific would sanctification be synonymous with purification? Yeah. I guess it would, right? Yeah, it got me all messed up. <laughs> Wait, I've got to go. Look at the time. <laughs> oh, my. I'm oh, late. Stephen. Yeah. We, we locked knows. the door. We locked the door. <laughs> Stephen knows. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think you were wrong at all, Gary. I mean, we're, we're just, we're all learning these things, and we're growing we're learning from each other iron sharpens iron so hey i'm here for some sharpening so that right there actually would be how i would define sanctification is growing honing 
And do you know that there's a Hebrew word for this? Kadesh. Kadesh. It's actually, it's actually, it's actually said a little differently. I probably chopped that word all up. Somebody that knows Hebrews, <laughs> somebody that knows Hebrew will say you said that wrong. But Kadesh, uh, it's just three letters in Hebrew. Um, Kuf Dalit Sheen, and it just each letter is a symbol that means uh, something different. But it's a, it's also um, it's um, it's a Hebrew word just to, 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 that means uh, consecrate. Hey, or set that aside. word sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah, that was the topic of the message last exactly. Sunday. Exactly, isn't that cool? Yeah. yeah. Wow, man. Full circle. Consecration. Yeah, I was just looking up the def the what the dictionary says is the definition of sanctification, and you you said it, but the the actual dictionary says a religious ceremony in which something is made holy. Um, a ceremony that has religious meaning. So okay. it's not necessarily like a. They're not making it a Christian thing here. It's just any in general religious ceremony that would make something holy. Okay, so our religious ceremony is lifelong. Yeah, right. So because who, it's a daily sacrifice, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so is there a, a an officiator of that of that ceremony? Yes, that would be the Holy Spirit. Right. And you, I mean. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, not no. Jordan, thank you. <laughs> or or Kyle or Stephen. It'd be you know. Um, <laughs> we're helping each other. No, I would. I mean, I would say that if it's a religious ceremony that uh, that declares something holy um, or sacred, there's only one person that can do that, and that's Jesus. Right. Because um, without him. We're 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 not justified, we're not sanctified, and we can't be purified. You know, because with without him, it's 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 all just we're doing it under our own, under our own uh, power and will. And I don't know about you guys, but whenever I try to make myself good, it, it's never that good. Yes, and it has, and sanctification has to have a definite beginning. That's what you just. That's what you're talking about. It has to have a definite beginning, and that becomes, that beginning can only start with a regenerated heart. When when a person comes to the faith in Jesus Christ. And you surrender your life to Christ, that's when the, uh, uh, the purification process begins, the sanctification, the 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 growth in Christ, which can't happen until you get saved, and then when it, once it begins. It's just lifelong, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, so um, there's a set of verses. There's a passage that um, I just looked up. So the Did you just go- did you type in what I do? Did you Google what does the Bible say about sanctification? <laughs> no. Because that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad thing to do. Um, it really is helpful. It, it really is. Got to love Google. Uh, but so the way that I've always kind of understood sanctification was, um, just like last week we were saying, you know, justification, you're justified from something and to something else, right? Yes. So we have to think of what is the purpose of sanctification as well. 
right? There's a starting point, but there's also an end point. I don't think we ever get there, right? Because the process of sanctification has become more like Christ. Perfection, right? Um, So the passage that uh, I'm going to look at real quick is a, it's a loaded one, okay? Uh, If we're looking looking at it in the wrong light, because it goes into that predestination argument. Uh, And I know that's a loaded topic, maybe one for another day. But um, it says, We know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to His purpose. For those He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son. So that's the key section right there. So that He would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those He predestined, He also called. And those He called, He also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. Okay? So, this passage even uses the justification word right there. Uh, it's Romans eight twenty-eight through tw- uh, 30. But again, the whole, the whole idea is that sanctification is, like you said, Gary, it is a process. Uh, but it's one in which uh, we are conformed into the image of Christ. Right? Yes. So, that is, that is God's... That is God's purpose for sanctification. It's that way we become more like Him. That's where the verses, uh, you know, be ye holy for I am holy. Sorry, that was KJV. Uh, I don't know what it says in any other translation, but... Uh, I think it just says be holy for be, I am holy. Right, right. Uh, well, <laughs> but I, I like I think I think the ye is important. <laughs> but, I, think, I think ye said it right. But yeah, so I, that's what I would say is the whole process so lifelong right lifelong right it is not a one time and done like that was our justification justification was once for all right uh for all who call upon the name of jesus uh they are the ones that are justified sanctification is for those who have been justified to then what put off the old man and put put on the new man right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that way we are uh, dead to our sins and alive in Christ and actually living for Him. So being conformed, but then also living for Christ, uh, not ourselves, and keeping on the old man, because uh, we're told to put that one to death. Mm. But so often we actually still live in it, walk in it, and feed it, <laughs> you know? Yes. But that is not what sanctification is, so... Um. So, how do we actually do that? Like, what does sanctification look like in our daily life? Like, let's put some flesh and bones on it. Well, I think <clears throat> so. I'm a stickler for definition of words, right? Um, I don't. So I'm 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 still trying to. I'm still trying to make sure that the explanation of, of what sanctification is, is, is what it should be. And then, and then also making sure that we're not putting something else under the same definition of, of, of what it's not. Sanctification is something that is made. It, it, it's a ceremony in which something was made holy. So once something is declared holy, if God declares it holy, it can't be declared unholy. Um, so the holiness is something that's declared, it's done. 
after it's been declared holy and and done, then there's a purification that comes after that. Um, the purification, the sanctification is is a it's it's a maybe I'm wrong, but it's like a one time deal and it's done. And then what you're talking about, what does it look like following through? Mm-hmm. The purification becomes a result of the sanctification. Yes. Okay. Is that, that's how I'm trying to... That's, <laughs> no. that's my thought process in my brain. That's why I said... That's, that's exactly what I was saying. Uh, you're, when, when you're sanctified, you're set aside by Christ. That's when you get saved, right? That's no. a, you're, you, say, say that one more time. When you, when you come to the faith in Christ, okay, it's a, you're sanctified. You're set aside. That's when the purification begins. Or consecrated. Consecr- or consecration. Well, consecrated. <laughs> Am I saying that right? Yeah, you are. I'm just, I'm just being silly. Is that right, Stephen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You're, you're born again. We're, we're now sanctified. Okay, that's a, that's, that's a positional sanctification. That's, it's done. That work is done, right? You're yeah. saved. Now the real work begins. <laughs> to be sanctified in your, in your thinking... Because now all my life I've thought everything wrong, but now God's got to help me ch- change my mind, my thinking. That's a sanctification process, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, your emotions. Now your emotions have to be sanctified. And that, right. I mean, these are all lifelong things, right? Yeah. So so the so sanctified uh, to set apart for sacred use or consecration. And then number two definition could be to make holy or to purify. So to sanctify could also be a process of purification. Right. Right. <clears throat> so that therein lies your, your English lesson for the day. Yeah. Sanctified versus sanctification. Sanctification is the process. Sanctified, I, I guess, is uh, your positional. Right. Uh, but I would still label that as justified <laughs> me you, personally like you've just, been justified yeah because justified is um being put in right place uh which you know being put in the right place through justification you are sanctified because you're automatically going to be set apart but the sanctification is a process of fully removing yourself from right being set aside for godly purposes yeah. So, right. so then the question that you asked, what does it look like day to day? Right. The process of of being sanctified, or the the state of being sanctified, and then the process of sanctification through your life, um, that is also synonymous with purification. Uh, it's got to be. It's got to. It's got to be seeking. Jesus all day, every day. You have to take up your cross and follow Him daily. Yeah, uh, and it's and it's Him that does the work, not us. Right, and it it, uh, it goes back to it being that walk, which is where we get the name for the podcast from. Um, but also too, like one, another part that should be added in um, is just whenever you're walking with Christ, you're actually reading and learning truth like capital T, truth, right? So in John 17, 
uh, Jesus is praying for the disciples um, in, let's see, uh, verses 6 through 19. Uh, so John 17, verses 16 through 19. Uh, I'm going to pick up uh, in verse 13 real quick and read through 19. It says, Now I am coming to you, and I speak these things in the world so that they may have uh, my joy completed in them. I have given them your word. The, the world hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. So that's talking about Jesus being sanctified uh, positionally. Um, Sorry, what verse are you uh, I am now on uh, 14, reading into 15. Uh, so I have given them your wor- word. The world hated uh, them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I am not praying that you take them out of the world, but it, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. And this is the key verses right here. Sancti- sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have also sent them into the world. I sanctify myself for them so that they also may be sanctified by the truth. Mm. These are red letters, y'all. Mm. So how do, how do we how do we sanctify? <laughs> how what do we consecrate ourselves? What chapter and verses were those again? Uh, seventeen thirteen through nineteen. John seventeen thirteen through nineteen. Yeah, that's good stuff. Well, I have to ask myself, what is the truth? Yeah, and what do I base my Christian beliefs on? Right, my beliefs in God. What do I base it on? What is truth to me? And I think in sanctification, it's about looking at where we are now, not so much what I'm going to be doing tomorrow, this afternoon, but focusing on what Jesus has done. Right. Not necessarily what would Jesus do as much as what Jesus has already done. That's a sanctifying, to me, that's a sanctifying truth. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And so, you know... Uh, the truth will set you free. The truth will sanctify you. Right. And the truth is what Jesus has done. Am I sanctified today? Yeah. Am I going to be sanctified tomorrow after I sin this afternoon? Yes. I'm still (laughs) sanctified. Jesus did the work for me. Right. And so when I focus on what Jesus has done for me, it creates this love because you can't be saved without realizing that you've been lost. Right. And so when I look at how I've been lost and what he saved me from, then that gives me the love that I need to follow him. So it's because we're all going to sin. We all yep. miss the mark. But when I'm focusing on the love, I think I miss it less. <laughs> <laughs> miss that mark less. When you put Jesus first in your life, all these things are added to you. Right. Including truth. Yep. And uh, so I don't look at sanctification as something I've got to achieve tomorrow. Right. Oh, you never will do it. I'm here. I'm here (laughs) right now because of what Jesus did for me. Amen. And that's the truth that I stand on. Amen. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, looking, looking at it from what we need to be doing in our daily lives, it's putting Jesus first. Right, right. Putting that truth into action. Right. That truth that I stand on is Jesus Christ and what he did for me. Yep. And so 
um, if I put him at the center of my life, then things are just going to go better. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like I have done a lot better than the way of the world if I'm not putting Jesus at the center of it. Absolutely. And Jesus will, uh, the Spirit of God will continue that sanctification. It does, yes. He, he has sanctified us, and he will continue, we will continue that work, or he will continue that work in us, sanctifying us every day. Mm -hmm. Am I saying that right? Yeah. I'm just trying to compliment what well, he said. Well, <laughs> when we focus on what he did, right. then that sanctification carries through to tomorrow. Yes. You know, because we're focusing on what he did. Mm -hmm. But it'll continue. What he did and what he's going to do, the sanctification will just keep, keep going, continuing. Right. It's Which, eternal. Eternal. Well, <laughs> right. until, until we, well, until we die. Be, we, we no longer need to be sanctified once we're dead. <laughs> we're, we've, we've reached... Once we die, then we're, then we're, we're fully made complete. We're fully right. made we're, sanctified. We're fully made holy. Glorified yes. bodies. So, done yeah, with sin. The, 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 sanct, the sanctification and the purification has been made complete at that point. Yes. But talking about um, when at the end there he said, uh, I sanctify myself <clears throat> for them so that they may be sanctified by the truth. Mm -hmm. And Stephen was uh, talking about it. But I almost remember where Jesus said he himself was the truth. Mm -hmm. Is that? John 14. There you go. Yeah. I am the way, the truth. Mm -hmm. And the life. And the life. And the life. Uh, but... No, I, I think y'all are, that's the thing, is, is some of these theological terms are really difficult to talk about, uh, and that's what John was saying last week, was that sometimes it's uh, it's easier just to show it and explain it in layman's terms, because there is so much bundled up in this word sanctification, that sometimes it's really difficult to comprehend and understand, uh, and it's both and everything that we've said today, right? It is a like Gary said, even though I disagreed with him earlier, <laughs> I came back, realized the error of my ways, and um, now I'm sanctified and joining you. <laughs> so, uh, but no, like it, it really is a positional thing. I've always kind of coupled it with justification, and it'd be a, a justification. Justi being justified uh, is that positional thing. But sanctification can also be a positional thing, too. Like, we are set apart, again, from something and to something, being set apart to do something, right? Um, and then daily, we are conforming to the image of Christ. Um, and that is that sanctification process, right? Like, it is, uh, yes, we are positionally justified and sanctified, set apart from and to something else, uh, but we are also daily, like, just like you were saying, Stephen, we, I don't think there's a day that goes by that any of us don't sin, <laughs> you know? Well, sanctification so, in action, and we don't walk around in Surf City and we talk about, I'm sanctified or I need to be sanctified or whatever. Right. We just don't use that word. But right. it's about just walking with God. Yeah. Realizing what he did. And how great of a thing that is for us. Yep. And so, so I guess the next question though would be, 
um, can you be sanctified if you don't know the truth? And what I mean by the truth is not our um, relative truth of today. Like, Jordan, you speak your truth. Yeah, that's that's not what I'm talking about. Um, you know, because that's something that goes around a lot today is relative truth. Yeah. But Ab- if there is no... Truth. Yeah. If there's no absolute truth, then there is actually no relative truth at all anyway either because uh, this goes back to an old Lecrae song. Um, What if my truth says your truth is a lie? Yeah. Whose truth is true, right? So relative truth doesn't exist, but there is an absolute capital T truth. Um, And Stephen, you've already explained what that is, but how do we sanctify ourselves by that capital T? truth does that make any sense believe in it yeah because belief drives the action right that's right otherwise you don't really believe it you have to believe um i like how lately bobby's been saying that god has never called us to to be uh um editors of the bible yeah uh we can't be editors of the truth and that's what you're talking about you're talking about a relative truth versus an absolute truth in the Bible um, is is in God's Word, and Jesus is the only absolute truth that, that exists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because otherwise, it's, it's my own personal truths against your own personal truths. And for you, you know, eating babies might be okay, but, <laughs> you know, for me, I mean, that's super extreme, but... You, you get what I'm saying, right? <clears throat> um, you know, uh, for for some people, telling a lie is no big deal, but God's word says that telling a lie is actually a really big deal, right? Uh, and I'll, I'll let you have a turn in a second, Gary. Calm down. <laughs> I'm raising, I'm raising my hand in case, you, in case you can't. <laughs> Nobody can see that, but I'm raising my hand. Um, <laughs> ooh, ooh, pick me, <laughs> Gary. Gary and I like giving each other a hard time, but um. Yeah, so there, there has to be an absolute truth, um, and and the the Bible, God's word, has to be that absolute truth, and we have to weigh everything out on that. And if it goes against God's word, then it it goes against that only absolute truth that exists. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I w- if I would like to put this in a uh, a simple way for me for other people that. For, for other people that may not be uh, as smart as you guys, <laughs> uh, sanctification work, if, if I had to just put it in in terms that somebody on the street could understand, the, the, the simple sanctification work is you're, you're going to be putting off things. Um, you're going you're gonna, to, you'll be changing your mind and, and Let's, let me just read the scripture in Colossians 3. Since you've been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in a place of honor at God's right hand. Think about things of heaven. Well, I didn't used to think about things of heaven. I think these are things that come after you get saved and you begin. God begins working in you, sanctifying your life. You, 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 you have things in your life that are wrong, okay? And the Holy Spirit will begin working on these things in your life. And this is where I, a, 
the sanctification, that word is, is, is applicable. Right. Right. Is when the Holy Spirit puts his finger on something in your life that you have to put off. It's just not mm-hmm. quite right. Like I like to smoke cigarettes. Let's just say that. I mean, that's a problem with some people because it's an addiction, but and I'm not picking on that. I'm just saying it's a, it's a thing that right. the Holy Spirit might lay his finger on in your life. Um, I don't give me some other examples. Like if my language is really, really filthy. Okay. The sanctification work is the Holy Spirit convicting you of this. And, and you're saying, yeah, God, I need to change this, you know? So we need to be, try to put that off and put on the new, at the same time, you're going to put on the new life. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to, I'm trying to put that in an everyday term so that other people would understand it better, you know? Yeah. And basically it's, it's like following through on what God's told you to do. Yeah. Because if you're not listening to the truth, then you don't know what to do. But if you've been told what to do, yeah, to yeah. not well, do here it, it is, is sin. Here it is in, in Word, you know, in Colossians, it tells you how to live the new life. This is the sanctifying life, put to death the sinful earthly things that are lurking within you. Right. And then have nothing to do with, oh boy, the first one is sexual immorality. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. I mean... That's things that you think about, things you might be doing, things you might be looking at. It's a whole nother uh, trail, I guess. I, but anyway, <laughs> uh, but these are all things that uh, the sanctification work will be doing in your life is 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 convicting you in your spirit to that these things have to go. And then as that goes, you're putting on more holiness. Is that right? Is that, can I say it that way? You're putting on more of the life of Christ. You're right. walking more, um, you're walking more Christ-like. Right, right. You know. Yep. Okay. I said my piece. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that was Is a good. Is it understandable? Yeah, yeah. That was a good breakdown. I think. Well, I, I think that that ties into uh, I think we were, I can't remember, we, it was this morning, uh, we were talking about uh, justification through faith, and um, in James where it talks about acts, acts versus um, faith, you know, faith works and works. And faith. Yes. Thank you. And, um, you know, Paul said, uh, said uh, I'll show you my faith by my works, and that's a lot of what I think Colossians is talking about, is that through that sanctification, when when you, when that sanctification has taken place, the the evidence of that sanctification will be the purification process, and it will be all those things. Uh, setting your mind on, you know, Romans twelve um, mm-hmm. talks about uh, the renewing of your mind, mm-hmm. um, and that renewing of your mind will be a result of the sanctification. And sanctifying process that takes place yes. after the sanctification. Right. Yes, sanctifying process. Yep. Um. Yep. And so, uh, all that kind of sums up um, what this next passage that I was want to read was was uh, Ephesians five fifteen through twenty. Pay careful attention then to how you walk, not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of the time because the days are evil. So don't be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. 
uh, and don't get drunk with wine, which leads to reckless living, but be filled by the Spirit. Speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making music with your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for everything to God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of Christ. Which what where did you get that from? Ephesians five fifteen through yeah, twenty. Yeah, five fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that's what that is what conforming to the image of Christ, sanctifying yourself and setting yourself apart looks like, right? Yeah, paying yeah. careful attention to how you walk, and um, being filled with the Spirit, building one another up, giving thanks always for everything yeah. to God. Give thanks for everything, and then submitting to one another in the fear of Christ. Yeah, because the warning in it too is like the days are evil, and guess what? If you're not sanctifying and putting off the old man. You could get swept away, yes. right? Like, yes. um, I think if there's any question about it, what the scripture you just gave, and 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 Colossians three, just Colossians three, one through seventeen, and it ends the same way, mm-hmm. giving thanks through God uh, to God the Father, but but that's Colossians three is telling you. This is the sanctif- sanctifying work right here. If this is the only page you had in the Bible, I believe, you know, <laughs> right. you know, put off these things and put on these things. Right. Yeah. You know. Well, it's. A, I think it all ties into you, and it all ties into um, the vine and the branches. Ah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, the John, the purification, John fifteen. John 15. Yeah. Um. The vine and the branches, uh, being connected to the vine, you know, Jesus says, "Remain in me, and I will remain in you." Uh, apart from me, you can do nothing. You can do nothing. You can't. He, and then he goes and talks about fruit and all those kinds of things. And so the this this purification process or sanctifying process um, is is what will you know it's out with <laughs> out with the bad and with the good. That's <laughs> yeah, good. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's uh, receiving the goodness of Christ, and the bad the bad will come out, and then all that will show is the good fruit. Um, and so the whole the whole point of it, and the whole thing that I have to remind myself on a daily basis is is it has to be Jesus that does the work because if I try and do it under my own might, it's it's never going to be as awesome as it as it as it was meant to be. Right. Um, and you know we're still gonna we're still gonna get in the way, and you know we're still gonna mess up, and that's that's why the sanctification, the done one sanctification, is so awesome because we have been declared holy by Jesus. Yep. Um, and that's what Stephen said. Yeah. And. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I mean, just it, it's got to it's got to be that remain in me and I'll remain in you. You have to remain in Jesus, and trying to do it on your own or trying to go by popular philosophies and all these self help books and all that stuff. You know, yeah, they can get you. People live their whole lives, thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions and billions of people go through life without following God. They mm-hmm. follow self help books and all this kind of. Can you go through life? And quote unquote succeed and 
be a good person? Sure. I, you know, you can be a good person. I guess that's, that's a, a relative, uh, yeah. A relative thing like what makes you a good person you know the bible says none of us are good people right um yeah but you know from the world's view can you do all that sure um but is that going to that that, that opens up a whole other that (laughs) opens up a whole other can of worms you know it does does that have anything to do with it won't save you it won't save you it it doesn't make you sanctified it it does not make it does not create that sanctification that can only take place through Jesus. Right. We cannot be holy. We cannot, um, you know, we talked about, um, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. That's the only way that we can, so all the self-help books and all these things, they're, they're not going to, they're not going to get us into heaven. Um, and, and we're always going to be separated from God in this life and for eternity. Yep. And both are terrible places to be separated from God, even in this earth. Yeah. Amen. It's true. I don't even want to exist without him. <laughs> well, you right. couldn't. Right. I couldn't exist without him. But I don't, I don't even want to leave my bus without him. <laughs> Come on, Jesus, hold my hand because I can't do this by myself. <laughs> you know, this is, it's a command. When, when you get saved... It's not just a suggestion. It's a command to put off the things. Mm-hmm. Put off these things and put on these things. You know, it's a command. I mean... Yeah, you read through Ephesians. It talks about putting off the old... I think it was in Ephesians. And it actually gives you... I like lists because it, it's nothing that I can... Again, it's nothing that I can follow by myself. But at least I can look at a list... And I can see, okay, well, am I seeking God? If I am seeking God in all things, then this list that I'm reading right here is going to be evident in my life. Right. And if those things in my life aren't evident, then maybe I need to seek God a little bit more or a whole lot more. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You know, which which we can all seek God a whole lot more. I think there's never a wholeheartedly, at least perfectly doing anything. Yep. But... um. Yeah, yep. I, I like lists. They help me out. I do, I do too. <laughs> but <laughs> all righty, guys. Well, any final thoughts, Stephen? Any final thoughts? Um, I like to start my day with uh, and reminding myself in prayer that uh, I need to make something spiritual out of everything. Mm-hmm. I think the greatest privilege of the human mind is to believe in something you can't see. Oh, yeah. That's a great privilege. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. And um, so I can't see something spiritual out of the person I might see at the gas station, but I can think about it and ask God to help me with that. And in some way, there's something bigger than just me at that gas station and that person at the gas station. Right. So make something spiritual out of everything. And so God just helped me to live my life that way where it's more than just about what I'm seeing. It's about what I'm believing that I can't see. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's good. All right, anybody else? Any final thoughts? I, I think that, that's a great statement, and it made me think about maybe a topic for the next podcast. Um, talking about, 
So you'll meet people all the time that's, that, that say, oh, I'm very spiritual. I'm a spiritual person. <laughs> yeah. And I know what you're talking about, Stephen, when you say thinking spiritually, and I know you're talking about seeking God and letting the Holy Spirit, that spiritual, you know, connection, yes. connection work through you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just talking about in general, you know, you may talk to somebody about, you know, their belief in God or whatever, and they'll say, oh, I'm a spiritual person. You know, what does that mean? <laughs> and, you know, what, what does God say about it? What, you know, cause that's, that's our, that's our only absolute truth. So what does God's word say about being spiritual? And, and Stephen's talking about a, a, uh, connection, a, relationship. a Bible, a, a mm-hmm. solid biblical spiritual truth of what spiritual is. <laughs> you can just edit that out there. It don't matter. Uh, man. All right. Well, y'all, this was some good discussion following uh, justification, talking about sanctification. Gary, Stephen, thank y'all for being here to discuss it with us. And um, yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Um, Again, if you ever want to ask a question, uh, if you have any other questions about uh, this topic in particular, uh, you can uh, send us in questions at gatheringsurfcity.com slash WTP stands for Walking Together Podcast. Uh, There you can listen to episodes, find uh, all the places that the podcast is, uh, Facebook Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all the places. But yeah, if you have any questions, we would love to answer them. Uh, But I'm just glad that you tuned in and listened to this episode. Uh, Thank you, and we will see you next week. You!